Hi there, Hello. and welcome to this week's podcast with Victoria and Alice. She's used to it now, see? Yeah, no, before there was just an awkward <laughs> silence. She's like, uh, uh, Alice. <laughs> <laughs> um, this week we are going to talk about um, BSL conversational skills. Yes. Because it is very important. It, it's quite essential in I would learning say a language so. to be able to use it. And we're not talking specifically just about receiving information and producing sign language. We are talking about how to hold a fluid conversation with a deaf person. Because I think that is actually a separate skill. I think you use, yeah. use the things you need from learning how to receive information, learning how to produce information. Um, and if you're not familiar with those terms, what we mean is receiving is understanding. So receiving the language and producing is producing the language, i.e. signing. Um, so, But here we're talking about how to use those particular things in a conversation with a deaf person. So how, how, does, how does this all happen? Because there's, uh, I mean, there's the language stuff that happens, but there's also the cultural stuff, the cultural social yeah. stuff that you need to be aware of in order to put that language with the cultural stuff and make that happen fluidly. Yeah. Um, so all the, well, all the differences. Well, I was thinking it's interesting in terms of kind of, as soon as you said cultural stuff, I think it's interesting that as soon as you learn all the kind of deaf history, deaf culture, we just that's what a hearing person will choose to talk about. Yeah. When in reality deaf people probably don't sit and talk about the Milan conference no. all the time. No. So I think one of the key things to remember <laughs> Unless when, unless they're in the British Deaf History Society. Well yeah, that's that's different. But, but that it, might be a bit of a if you if you're in town having a coffee, then probably <laughs> that's probably not what you're gonna chat about. And no, I, I reckon deaf people are gossiping when they're so actually I know for a fact <laughs> that's what they're doing. <laughs> I, I think when in it's like you say, it is important to mm. know all of the social, the cultural norms. But it's also important to remember that deaf people don't just talk about being deaf. No, no, no. Deaf people, deaf people very rarely talk. Well, only only unless they're they're either poking fun at themselves, yeah. most likely, or going, "Oh, I went to this shop the other day right, and I got talk, this awful experience." Experience. Yeah. yeah, but that's but that's what we do as hearing people. I would yeah. I could equally say to you, "Oh, I went to that phone shop the other day and I got an awful yeah. experience," or oh, "I had a meal at this restaurant, the food yeah. was cold." Um, but obviously, with a deaf person describing that situation, yeah. there's going to be the element the, of the key and they part didn't of look the story at me is because yeah, that's going to be where the issue is probably yeah. um or it could just be a general you know my food was cold it was awful I complained it came out cold again like it could be just yeah. the normal type thing but I think you're really right you're really right to put the point on the fact that although we might be obsessed with deaf people being deaf sometimes yeah. and going oh sign language isn't it a lovely language deaf people do think it's a lovely language yeah. I'm not suggesting they don't but that's not the mainstay of their communication it, it, it's every like day how we don't sit and go oh isn't it nice to know English yeah and go oh Oh, oh do you remember aren't, aren't metaphors? Aren't yeah, metaphors no. fascinating? Yeah, let's talk grammar. No one does that. <laughs> no, I, no, no one. But does. I think people try and fall back on that because they want to be relatable. Yeah. When so, how, so that's a really interesting point. So, how can so how can people be relatable? You talk about be normal. Be normal. Yeah. yeah. Talk about things that people would talk about, even if it's just, oh, did you see this in the news? We have so much going on in the news right now yeah, that you could literally you could talk about anything. And don't be worried about signs. There are signs yeah. for all these things. Donald Trump yeah. has a fascinating sign, um, and Brexit has a sign. There are all there is a sign for yeah Brexit. Yeah. So there are signs for these things, but you can fingerspell these things. There's no exactly. need. Don't think to yourself, I can't talk about that because it's too complicated. I, I can't. Sign. Yeah, because if you're communicating with a deaf person and they know the level of BSL you are. 
then they'll know that it's a... And actually, a deaf person will then be far more satisfied at you approaching them because you're talking about normal day-to-day stuff. Exactly. Because they're living in the same world as we're living in. Therefore, we can communicate about the same stuff that's around us. And we all... I think it's a case of taking it back to working out who you are and what you like doing. Mm. Um, I have deaf friends that I talk to about all sorts of things, but it's generally the hobbies I like. Like, I like looking at interior decorating magazines because I do, because I'm sad like that. Um... Alice is clearly <laughs> the faces. The faces occurred that she's clearly not into that same thing. But that, but Alice is into the things that Alice is into, and therefore, yeah. you know, it's a, it's about communicating. And it's not to say you force your hobbies on someone, but when <laughs> if you met a hearing person and you started chatting with them, yeah. you would find a way... Mutual. Uh, there'd be mutual things you'd find. Or even not mutual, you'd find things that you love and they hate and you'd talk about it and yeah. you'd argue it. Yep. And it, that's just how it should be when you're chatting to deaf people and too. you could just talk about the weather i mean you could just say oh it's freezing today isn't yeah. it oh there was snow last week or there was yeah. you can you can talk about those everyday things and actually that's a much easy inroads rather than saying hi my name is because deaf person's probably going oh okay this is this how is, this, this is, is going to be exam, yeah. and and it doesn't have to be like it, it, it's the, i think the thing is we're taught a language formally which is fine and yeah. we need to be taught it formally but that level of formality doesn't need to enter no. the world of social conversation because that's using that level of formality as not being social. And the moment someone's not being social, it feels cold and it, it feels, feels uncomfortable. uncomfortable. And we all know it. We all know yeah. that it, you yeah. know. Um, and it's not to say you can't say, oh, I love learning BSL or I love... Deaf people are going to want to hear that. Yeah. But, you know, like Alice said earlier, if, if, it's, if it's more about the sort of the social conversational stuff, then it's not going to be... That stuff can seamlessly move into that, but it can't be yeah. all about that because that just doesn't work. No, and I think going back to what you were saying about being scared to broach topics because you don't know the, the vocab for it, nine times out of ten, if you fingerspell something and a deaf person knows the sign, they'll show you Absolutely. their sign for it. And so it's, in yep. a way, branching out to those topics that you don't quite know yep. is better because you are learning a bit more because they'll give yeah. you their sign for it. And then you can branch off into conversation, oh, that's the sign for that. Why, why is that kind of thing? Absolutely. Or what region is that from? You can ask those questions, but because it, that part, that's a natural conversation to have. Yep. It's, it's like when, like if you were speaking, you go, oh, what's that word for da-da-da? And someone says, tells you what the word is. It's, it's the same thing. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. When language. you're sitting there going, oh, what's, what's the word? What word? is it? What is it? You know, that it, thing it, that's it's happening. It's like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And someone tells you. That's, <coughs> that's all it is, is that you're going, oh, I, I kind of know the word, but I don't know it perfectly. They'll tell you. And that's the norms of conversation, isn't it? Let's yeah. face it. Like you well, just said, that would happen with two hearing people having a conversation about Brexit, for example. Yeah. Um, and it, I'm not saying that anyone would forget Obama's name or Trump's name, for example, but if, if, because it is hard to forget either, because they're yeah. the president of America, but it might be that, oh, you know, the president from, oh, I don't know, where was it, Uruguay, with president from, yeah. like, what was, oh, what was what, their name? You know, do you remember it was in the called? news? What was his name? Yeah. All of, all oh, of that, yeah. all of that stuff that, that you would normally do. And like you said, you've got the perfect opportunity to basically hand pick a topic, um, and talk about it in detail yeah. and learn all this new stuff and learn, and importantly, learn how deaf people communicate about these topics because you're you're going to pick up a load of great facial expressions, yeah. a load of great sort of intonation about topics. Yeah. You know, all of that enthusiasm, all that, all oh, that was awful. You're you're getting this whole real great wealth of detail yeah. that you can then in, get engaged with and get involved with. Um, and if it's a hot topic like that, and you're going to get real emotions firing, it gives you a great opportunity to practice your facial expressions in a safe environment because the other yeah. person is too. Um, and and that's how that's how you just need to click into that yeah i i think one of the main issues when when people have conversations with deaf people especially if you're kind of newer to it is you're not you you kind of 
you're not sure what topics you should and shouldn't talk about. Do you know what I mean? Like, yep. can I ask questions about X, Y, Z? Like, I've had de- most deaf people just say, yeah, just ask me. I, like, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. Still, like, I think, like, your friend Rosie was telling me that one of her work colleagues, like, pestered her for ages about her cochlear implant, and she was more than happy to yeah, yeah. explain it. Yeah. But I think a lot of people go, I don't know if I can say that because they're deaf and I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. want to offend them. Yeah. Well, it's you're right. It's things like you know, did you go to a deaf school, or you know, are your are your, are your parent, parents deaf? Do you have any deaf people in your family? Like yeah. all of that. Deaf people are. I mean, if someone said to me, "Do you have any brothers?" I'd go, "Yeah, I have a brother." Like it's yeah. not a, as as long as you're not going any to any deeply intrusive yeah. levels yeah. of of questioning. But yeah, th- those sort of general questions, and I, I can tell you, deaf people would far rather you ask those questions about then, things like cochlear implants than 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 look than want to want, ask yeah. it and not ask yeah. it. Deaf people are, m- are far more open than hearing people. Anyway anyway mm-hmm. and and a, a more than a happier to go to le- deeper levels of communication yeah. than hearing people are because that's just the way that in terms of conversation how how culturally deaf people communicate um but yeah I, I think it's not being afraid and asking but not don't let that be the leading question don't no. go up to a deaf person and go oh is that a cochlear implant because they'll go uh yeah <laughs> So well <laughs> it's got to, it, if you know, it's if, got to be part of a natural conversation. Yeah, and, and deaf people don't want to be used. Let's face it, no. none of us want to be used um, no. to practice on or to be used as guinea pigs. We want to be treated as people and be valued for who we are and or what we really, like or, doing. Like you said, it needs to be very transparent that that's what's happening. Like, yeah. if I'm going to meet deaf people to film clips for my portfolio, I'm going to be honest. I'm not, yeah, yeah. not going to just meet up with them and go, oh, hey, by the way, I'm going to be really transparent and say, can you do this with me? I'll yeah, yeah. buy your coffee or something like that. Yeah. It's about being transparent about you about what you want. So don't. It's talking to deaf people because you want to have a chat and get to know people, not, oh, I'll go talk to them. It's a good way to practice. Yeah, definitely. And, and that's it. That's it. Gen- and I think genuinely anyone that does well in their BSL studies are those types of people that actually just love meeting people, full stop, whether they're deaf or hearing or whether, what, how, however that goes, it's, it's the willingness and the want to go and meet and converse with people and learn about other people. Um, regardless of any of that stuff. So, mm-hmm. and what I mean by that is not going, oh, I'm learning sign language. I need to find a deaf person yeah. to talk to. It's about going. I want to meet people. I, j- yeah. I actually just like meeting people. I like learning about people. I want to find out about what they like and what you know. And you're looking, and and all of us are in life looking for those correlations where we go. You like that. I like that. Great. We both like yeah. that. That's really cool. You can get along. Yeah. Yeah, because it gives you the. It gives you almost a bit a level of validation, and and that's to have that in terms of having that communicating with a deaf person is really satisfying because you said to yourself that you're going to communicate with a deaf person you found someone that actually has exactly the same hobby and interest as you and then you're able to talk about that and because you know the topic and they know the topic you can talk about it freely so I think there's I think it's it, it is just opening yourself up to talk about normal stuff not yeah. not feeling like you need to talk about all that deaf stuff yeah yeah, I think that's I yeah. think that's it, and I, it's just normalising it because no one's going to want this weird, rigid. Hi there, my name is. I live here. I work as this. I, you know, that's what happens in interview and stuff. Yeah. It's not what yeah, happens yeah, yeah. in a general. If you're down the pub or you're going for a coffee or you bump into someone in the street, that's not the level of conversation we have because that's just honestly that's it's moving out of the, it. Happens so much. I see it happening we've so much. We've been told not to do that in our portfolio clips because yep. Alan was just saying it's so fake, especially when it is someone that you know really well. Absolutely, so don't bother with all the. Where do I live here? What do you do? He said, yeah, ask how they are and then just start having a chat because it's so not how we 
Well, it, it's, human, meant, so it's, it's meant to be do. it's meant to be showing the level a level of conversational competence and exactly. that's the point and that's and that's whether you're doing whether whatever level you're at in terms of it's it's showing and i know that in exams you need to ask that you know there are various questions yep. you need to ask about those things clearly um but we're talking about general conversation yep. and the more of this general conversation you have with deaf people the more you'll fly through all the all the more formal aspects of your learning because all of that lovely beautiful bsl that you've gathered through that communication you've had can then influence how you manage those situations and you'll be far more it will be far more conversive rather than you ask a question i'll respond i'll respond yeah i'll ask a question you it becomes way more fluid because you're having that oh yeah i thought that too that's the thing like when people speak they overlap and interrupt all the time and i think when it comes to sign language and you're learning it you're very they'll sign I'll sign they'll and it's like almost like a tennis match when it's not like that you you have to learn to just go oh yeah even if yeah. it's just a little oh yeah yeah I agree like it's that feedback it's it's a com- it's a conversation and you don't communicate with hearing people like that you no. don't you don't I don't I don't talk and then there's a little gap and then you yeah. talk and but look, we're actually we're doing it now we're overlapping each other because that's how conversations yeah. work yep yeah. And it's it's having the and if if someone's talking about something that you agree with it's it's using your facial and nodding going yeah, yeah yeah because for a deaf person I mean I nod a lot anyway and I use my face a lot regardless of whether I'm speaking to a deaf or a hearing person but it's the it's all those visual clues that make that much more fluid and if you've yeah. got those things working if you think about the power that you have to to bolt that onto what you're doing in an exam that is really really powerful because you're showing that you're doing you're using your non-manual features you're you're understanding what's going on because you're nodding and then you're appropriately you know adding to the conversation and so you're you're getting you're giving yourself all this rich stuff to just pop in there exactly and it's something like nodding it's so simple but it's going to improve there's nothing more intimidating than signing and just seeing someone a blank face staring and and that might be because they're just so focused on trying to understand that they forget all that but it's quite intimidating especially if you're with a group of people like like on my university course with people in the years below you could see them just staring yeah yeah i appreciate you're trying to understand but it's a bit unsettling yeah just really looking at me quite it's too intense yeah it's way too intense and if you think about the act of nodding we nod when we understand something Mm -hmm. and if and it's a really if you think about the emotional link to nodding if you nod you're feeling good about you're you're engaging with (laughs) it and you're understanding and you're with it yes i've got it i've got it and that's almost like a little pat on the back for yourself going i've got it i've got it but it's a pat on the back for the other person because they go right they're getting absolutely but also the point that you stop nodding if you're nodding, the deaf person will immediately know you've not got it. Yeah. They will immediately... So without you having to have gone through a whole lengthy, you know, talk yeah. about something, the deaf person has also got a visual clue about when you've not got it. So yeah. if you're nodding, going, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, and then it stops, the nodding stops, the deaf person goes, do you want did me to repeat you, yeah, it or did yeah. you get that? You've got... You've already... Without even having to go sorry I didn't get that yeah. so you've got no weirdness going on it's yeah. just automatically there you've given the deaf person the clue they need and by you nodding you're almost giving yourself the appreciation that yeah. you're going oh I'm getting this I'm getting this yeah. and it's um, and by the virtue of nodding it's it's weird how these little things can have such an impact on how you feel about or how all the emotions or the feelings that it brings you're you're affirming you're you're affirming that you you've you can do this and yeah. that and that you've 
and that you're with it and yeah. you're relaxed because when you're the art of sort of nodding you're relaxed at doing yeah, that yeah. when you're doing that sort of scary stare you're not <laughs> relaxed at all you're fixated and you're not you're not able to get into yeah. that level of normal conversation whereas if you just gently nod you're like oh i'm in i'm this is a normal yeah, conversation yeah. and it's a relaxed conversation so the pressure on you to understand it as we've talked about in our previous podcast about yeah. receptive skills your 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 the pressure on yourself to understand it has been lowered because and, you're nodding yeah, and you're relaxed and, and similar to what we we're saying in, in previous podcasts about being transparent mm. and it's it, we talk about yeah you need to nod to show you understand if you don't understand don't fake nod like, no don't yeah. fake nod don't ever fake that's nod the, that's the worst way to end a conversation yeah. if they ask a question and you're just nodding yeah and there's that horrible well, what do you where do you go from that like you, where you do can't. you go so it, it's better like you say to be transparent about i get it no i don't get it yeah because then you can adjust clarify or just ask for a repetition, because that will carry on the conversation. But if you just kind of go, uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, yeah, I get it. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Well, you're not going to get anywhere, are you? And and you're, you're, the aim in that having that communication is for you to understand and have a, commu- have a conversation. Yeah. And if you're not getting the point and um, you can't answer, it's, not, it, it, it's going against all the sort of rules exactly. of communication. And I think it's important to understand that if you were speaking to someone in English, you yeah. probably wouldn't do that. You probably wouldn't, someone was explaining something and said, oh, do you get it? You probably wouldn't go, yeah. You'd go, no. And you'd, of you would. and you'd want it uh, kind of put to you a different way. But I think because it's another language, like you say, about the internal pressure to get it. And then the pressure that I think it's the like second time not getting it worry as well. I think <laughs> I think there is the definitely oh, there yeah, for worry. if you go, I didn't get it. And then someone repeats it and you go, I no, still, don't, still get don't get it. it. Like how much can you, because I remember doing, I remember, I don't know what it was for. Maybe it was for insurance or something. Talking to a guy on the phone and he was from Scotland and I and I seriously did not. He had a really a lovely accent, but really strong. Yeah. And I had to ask him to repeat something three times, and I felt really, really awkward about it. And it's that whole, it is that whole feeling of how how many times is appropriate to ask yeah. for someone to repeat something. But but in this situation, there are other ways to tackle it. There are you can repeat back what you think yeah, you or, go, and they'll go, oh yeah, no, yes, or oh no, and or you can way. or you can just go, well, okay, let's just pass, let's just move on from that and talk about something else then. Because and not that that's not that that's saying that that's the comfortable thing to do but the reality is you want you don't want to be stuck on this thing that's not working and if it's not working there's no point in in sort of sitting and lingering and going do you know what we will get it we'll get to the bottom of this like an investigation you might as well go do you know what we haven't got it let's move on let's talk about something we do get um so i think key points really is be brave be normal so talk about normal stuff um transparent be transparent um, and and if you don't get it, don't worry. Just ask yeah. for someone to repeat it and find, you know, and just relax and enjoy because you can get the, the depth of learning you can get from a, com- a five-minute conversation with a deaf person yeah. about Brexit, for example, yeah. or about anything that's going on in the world will be and far outweigh anything you'll do in an hour's lesson exactly. in your BSL course. And, and something similar to what we talked about in our receptive podcast about support groups and having that support of people around you because we've... We said before about interpreters still yep. practicing, still learning. Yeah. When interpreters co-work, they will. Someone will miss something, and Absolutely. the other person will catch it for them. And that's what they're there for. Exactly. So. And that's what we're all there for. So be willing to use the people around you. Yeah, definitely, and not for, and and that doesn't mean you're a failure. It means you're being productive about learning. You, you're, yeah, you're you're you you're showing keenness on wanting to learn this stuff as opposed to going. Do you know what? I'm an island. I can do it all myself. I do not need any help. <laughs> that is not the way to survive in life. Full stop. <laughs> no. With anything. Um. So I hope that's been useful for yes. you. Um. And given you some tips and made you feel super excited about going out and having 
fantastic chats with deaf people. Yes. Super. Have a great day and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.